You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Okay, so testing one, two, three. Testing four, five, six. (laughs) I like how you did that. Testing one, two, three. Testing four, five, six. That's funny. Oh my God. You're welcome. Okay. We're just waking up. (laughs) Just rolled out of bed. Trying to get, you know, balance out our week, make sure we get these podcast episodes in. So, yeah. we're doing good. Feeling off of coffee. The Starbucks. Starbies. Go get yourself some brown sugar shaken espresso with oat milk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm delirious. <laughs> okay, let me just have a sip of my coffee. You're like, don't worry. Later in the episode, you'll hear, hear us wake up. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be all good. Um, but um, today, well, actually, yeah. Well, today we'll be talking about narcissism and narcissists, just all the narcissistic things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while now. Like, yeah. But I wanted to get, like, a sense of what it actually was and I didn't want to bleed on our listeners right? because for me, when I first started it, this is like within this, within this year, within this past year of what, like learning about narcissists and like really hearing that word a lot more. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because like we're in our twenties and that's just the, you know, <laughs> thing to say whenever a person hurts you. Or, like, I, I've just been hearing it a lot more now that I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. Does that sound true for you, too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like people throw that word around a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, I am I have, too, you know? So, right. because whenever I start learning about it, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, that's a narcissist. Like, he's a narcissist. She's a narcissist. But yes. it was more towards, like, men. Right. I was pointing the finger at. Yeah. Um, and so... This is by no means, like, we're going to be talking about narcissism. Like, I am not a pro at it. Like, there are so many, like, um, psychologists that are um, very, um, that have studied narcissism, that literally only counsel narcissists. Yeah. And, like, there's so many information out there, so I would encourage you to go look at it for yourself. I think this would just be an introduction to narcissism because we're you know like i'm not a psychologist to narcissists yeah just opening that door to what narcissism is and like just maybe some experiences (laughs) yeah exactly and yeah and i feel like it's been more um geared towards men Mm -hmm. like more um shame towards men and i am a big um I mean, I've done that. I mean, 
you know, based on experiences. Yeah. Just because of the relationship that that I was in. But also like I thought like genuinely I thought while I was in a lot of pain and during my journey, I thought only men could be narcissists. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Does that sound like a really hurt Alexis? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I genuinely, yeah, I just thought like, oh yeah, men are only narcissists because that's all I saw was like women demonizing men as narcissists or narcissistic disorder, personality disorder. Or their tendencies to be, yeah. Yes, exactly. And then I started seeing videos because this went in a time where I really wanted to know what narcissism was and, um, and like narcissistic abuse, like that's definitely a thing. Mm -hmm. There was like a day in June or something, or maybe it was in July. No, we just started July. There was a day in June where it was like narcissistic abuse awareness day. And like, I was so tempted to like post something. (laughs) <laughs> on social media, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, it's okay. I'm not going to bleed. I'm not going to bleed. I kind of just tended to myself that day. Right. But, um, <laughs> but I, when I was, um, looking up like videos this past year of what narcissism was, and there's this like, um, certain psychologist that like is known for studying narcissists. And she was like, she, she was like, um, anybody can be a narcissist. Yeah. Men and or women. Yeah. And it manifests, you know, in similar ways, but, like, for women, it manifests differently than in men. And, but, like, honestly, I'll be honest, and this is just in a hopeless state that I was in at that time, this psychologist was just basically saying that narcissists will never change. They are who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a famous, like, well-known... Right psychologist yeah (laughs) like psychotherapy who studies narcissists like she's she's like counseled so many famous people like I've seen her so many times and so I was just kind of like what and of course me already feeling hopeless to what was going on in my life right and then for her to say that felt even more like a deficit and more hopeless to me right and I was just like that is so sad. Mm-hmm. That breaks my heart. Because I, I was already believing that. Yeah, but it's also weird. Like, I don't know. In my head, it's weird to be a counselor to the to those types of people who do s- struggle with that. And to sit there and say, oh, like, that's just who they are. Like, they're never going to change. In my head, I'm like, okay, then why are you counseling them? Like, if you're yeah. not trying to help them be aware and, like, you know, give their power back to them. Be like, hey, you actually can make a change. Like, that's weird to me. Because I guess that's my belief is, like nobody's powerless you right. know it might just be harder to gain your power back yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> but like that's that's what caught my attention is whenever you said that she just thinks that they can't change and you're like what that that leaves them absolutely powerless yeah well and I, I think like like I totally totally get that belief where you feel hopeless that like yeah that person's never gonna change right like he's just not gonna change mm-hmm. or she's just not gonna change she's always gonna be that way yeah but always like still having a little bit of that hope of like but like I've changed and I know people can change like people in my life around me who are close to me have changed yeah like we've grown a lot I've grown a lot, so who am I to say that nobody can ever change? Exactly. Like, I've had that conviction, mm-hmm. you know, and I, but I think it's, I think it makes so much sense if, 
you are crying out and this person has hurt you so many times and it's just a constant cycle of betrayal and mistrust and you think like this is never going to change, that person is never going to change. I think that is so valid in all your beliefs and all your feelings because that's all you've ever seen. Yeah. But once you step out of that and you continue in that growth, like you do realize like you within yourself can grow and change. Exactly. And make a powerful decision and not stay in that constant cycle. And I think anybody can choose into that if they want to. I I 100% believe that too. So let's just go back to like, what is narcissism? Mm -hmm. So what are the tendencies? What, you know, and people, the world calls it narcissistic personality disorder. That's such like a high stakes, like let's just label it as that. Let's just slap it as a title Mm -hmm. just to name it. And that's who you are. Um, But that's not what we're going to do in this episode today. But I want you because I see that you already have it. <laughs> Krista already has it. Yeah. She's like my like little researcher, looker-upper. I'm like, I got to fact check people. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so Krista, tell us what narcissism is. Okay, it says um, that narcissistic personality disorder involves a pattern of self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior, a lack of empathy and consideration for other people, and an excessive need for admiration. Others often describe people with NPD as cocky, manipulative, selfish, patronizing, and demanding. Yeah. It kind of (laughs) sounds like a little kid who just wants attention. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I mean, that's how I view it now. Because in the past few weeks, like, I've been, like... Well, I hate saying this word because it's such like a been overused, but I really have been convicted. (laughs) (laughs) But in the most tenderly sweet way, Mm -hmm. I was just like watching these videos and I was just doing, you know, stuff that I'm doing in my life. Um, I know I'd be, I'm really vague in my life right now, but like it's for a reason. Anyways, but like as I'm in this moment and like we're really working out things, I'm like, and I have this amazing mentor and she's telling me like, what you do matters. So what you do really does matter, Mm -hmm. but who you are matters more. Oh yeah. So we're not based off of our actions. Like who we are is not based off of our behavior or in a momentary lapse of like us, like, um, you know, just crying out, acting like a child, like, you know, like in our triggered state, you know, when we're just like basically screaming like, ah, yeah, like, like what, you know, like basically throwing a fit or as if like a child would like, um, throw something, make a mess or have an attitude or say, I hate you, you know, like right. that's not genuinely who we are. That's not who you are. And she was telling me this one time, um, she was like, I went, Cause she's done, she speaks to, she's spoken to so many people, um, and brought so much healing to a lot of people. And, uh, she went to a prison. No, I don't think she went to a prison, but she was like, oh no, 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 I got it wrong. Okay. So she's, she was like in a meeting, in a conference with all these people who are addicted to drugs, like strong, strong addictions to drugs, alcohol, um, pornography, all these things. Gotcha. Like that's how they were that's how they are feeling like my needs are going to get met through these outlets. And so she goes there and, um, she's telling these people, like, as soon as she spoke, she was like, 
this is not who you are. Mm-hmm. That's this, good. Yeah, this is not who you are called to be. This is not how God sees you. Yes, you've done this. Yes, you've you've been bleeding and you've been crying out. But this is not who you are. That's so good. I uh, right and mm. yeah and <laughs> and she like literally was just telling me how. As soon as she said that, because those were her first words, nobody, I mean, who looks at a drug addict or as an, or, um, um, alcoholic or a porn, like a person who's addicted to pornography and looks at them and the first words that come out of them, this is not who you are. Yeah. Because this is something that they've been believing and has been, you know, basically labeled as. And let's just cover it up with all these tools and not get down to the root of it. And they just accepted the fact that this is how it's always going to be. I'm always going to be addicted to it because yeah. this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is a part of me. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally just thinking about like, you know, a person and like throughout their life, like they kind of have been like there's rubble that's like been put on them. You know what I mean? And so eventually there's so much rubble. They just think like, oh, they're just nothing or they're just this drug addict or or they're just this person who's addicted to porn or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. and the and they accept that and they're like okay well you know I've been conditioned to believe that this is just who I am yeah and and we've even talked about that too you've talked about that that on here Krista where where your brain literally picks up experience from your night from your life and puts it in a filing cabinet and then that becomes your belief systems like that well these are what my experience have told me these are what people even in my life have told me so there's no evidence of anything else exactly so I'm gonna believe this then yeah and and that's the thing though is they don't understand that if they were to take all of those pieces of rock like off of them then they can truly uncover like who they truly are exactly and I think that's like that's where like the grace and love and compassion of God comes in because like, yes, he like, okay, God's like the smartest dude ever. Like <laughs> he knows what you have done. Okay. And he's not going to just bypass it either. Yeah. Like he's not going to just be like, oh yeah, no, it's okay. Let's just forget about it. No, 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 no. I've literally had these convictions this past week where I have demonized someone so much as a narcissist mm-hmm. and God came to me in such a loving tenderly but like fatherly way and like basically just said no that was wrong (laughs) you know like called me out in my wrongness but was graceful and compassionate enough and understood why I did that like he does it in such this like disciplinary loving way I I really truly don't know how to like (laughs) describe it but it's something that you really just have to experience and I don't feel and I I feel like since I created such a safety with God anyways right I don't feel like he's like you know putting down his like on a throne and shaming me yeah I feel like it's hard to it's almost like I'm being put in my place but I still feel like love and compassion so it's like it's a mixture of both of those things like he's on both of our sides yeah the person he's telling me about and then he's on my side yeah, too. he doesn't choose sides exactly <laughs> there's no sides even though you want him to <laughs> right our human natural tendency is to be like side of me god <laughs> right or even when we said that to our parents like why are you taking their side yeah. and our parents like i'm, I'm not <laughs> 
I'm just seeing both of them. Exactly, exactly. There's no sides here. But going back to those narcissistic tendencies, um, self-centered, mm-hmm. what was the other ones? It was self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior. Mm-hmm. They don't really have typically empathy or consideration for other people. Mm-hmm. They really need to be admired, yeah. kind of like center of attention. Yeah. And then sometimes like other words could be like, oh, they're cocky or manipulative yeah. or selfish or yeah. patronizing yeah. <laughs> and sometimes demanding. Yeah. So that honestly sounds like a little child who didn't get their needs met. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because going back to like, um, I need to be admired. Well, a child loves to be adored and loves to be admired. Like, they want to be the center of attention. (laughs) I know that's how I was. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait, hold on. (laughs) Like, love me, see me. Yeah. Um, And I got that outlet, like, need met through the outlet of cheerleading. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there was a part of me that loved the, I mean, I did love cheerleading in other ways, but. I love the fact that I was seen in cheerleading and I was the flyer. Yeah. You're like, I'm the center of attention here, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, okay, so, um, want to be admired Mm -hmm. and then, um, manipulative. So we want to manipulate scenarios and we want to manipulate people. We want to manipulate things in order to feel loved. Yeah. Sounds like a child who doesn't feel seen. Yeah. Doesn't feel love. So what can I do in this situation or in this scenario in order to get loved? Yeah. it's. it's do I need to lie that I'm being good? Do I need to lie and be like, oh, no, dad. No, daddy. No, mommy. I didn't do that. No. Yeah. I didn't steal that. No. Yeah. Honey, are you lying? No. No. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, lying is a narcissistic tendency as well. I mean... I'm thinking about (laughs) just them trying to kind of control the situation. Like, for me, it comes down to controlling. Like, okay, well, if I don't feel love and accepted, then I can control this person to try to make them love and accept me. I can control this situation. I can, um, you know, control myself. I can really build me up and I can come off as cocky, you know, whatever. Like, because they want to control because at some point maybe they didn't feel yeah that safety and security of being loved and accepted for who they are so now it's it is it is like a defense mechanism mechanism for sure yeah so lying and manipulating situations in order to get your need met because that's the only way you know how and that's the only way you learned how yeah in your childhood to get that need met and then what what was arrogance cockiness like okay selfish yes so i'm gonna believe that I am good looking or I'm going to believe that I'm the best at everything. Yeah. So because if I believe that through an, and, but that's always rooted in insecurity. So if I believe that I'm the best at everything and that nobody is as good as me, then I can do great things. Yeah. Because I don't want anybody to really know that I'm actually not as good as I think I am. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking like whenever I'm, <laughs> whenever we're talking about like what is a narcissist it really is just like an ego thing right right like the basis of it is like their ego at some point was severely bruised and so now they're trying to control things so that they don't feel that way again mhm mhm 
Am I right? I mean, do you yeah. think the same thing? Okay. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. Okay. I'm right there with you. Um, and then, uh, what was the other ones? Just cocky, manipulative, selfish, patronizing, demanding. Demanding. So as a little child, like Hazel, like our niece. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not our blood niece, but she's our niece. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but there are moments where I see Hazel trying to be demanding, mm-hmm. even towards me. Right. And I'm almost like, oh, honey, did you forget who you're with? (laughs) (laughs) Do you forget who I am? (laughs) Like, I'm a fun aunt. Don't get me wrong. But we're not going to get attitude. We're not going to have attitude. And and then, like, Scotty is, like, she's she's getting older. She's about to turn three. Mm. Oh, that's so weird. Anyways. (laughs) But she's starting to, you know, like, say, no, I don't want to do that. Or, no, do this, Alexis. Come here. You know, like, just being demanding, which is, like, so sweet. She wants me to be near to her. Yeah. She wants me to be close to her. And honestly, like, I think it's okay for a child to practice their nose. I'm like, okay, no, you don't want to do that. Okay, that's fine. Right. Like, I feel like there there needs to be permission to say no. But that's a whole nother episode podcast anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, no, like children are starting, like start to be demanding because, and again, that's another way that they want to get their needs met. Like Alexis, be close to me, or like Alexis, can you please hold me? Like even Chasey sometimes, like, hey, give me that food, or give right. me that bagel, and I'm like, oh, can you say please? Do you do you want to say please? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say please? No. <laughs> He's like, please, Lessis, because he thinks, like, if he were to say it nicely, he wouldn't feel heard in that way, so he needs to be demanding. Right. So he needs to just be cutthroat first, and then maybe they'll hear me. Right. It's all about being heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that sound... No, no, that's yeah. perfect. But it, it just reminds me of, like, all these things are reminding me of my experiences with, with like, Hazel or with Scotty or with JC. So it reminds you of, like, Typical. That's funny because it's like narcissistic behavior is typical behavior of like kids. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like yeah. sometimes. But I mean, we were kind of talking about it earlier. Like you said, narcissism is like it's like a spectrum almost or it's like a pendulum yeah, swing. It is. And I honestly just looked it up and it said most people score like in the middle of that pendulum yeah. swing. Right. Yeah. And so like most people have I mean, I can even think of like a time where I've been self-centered or maybe a time that I have, you know, wanted it to all be about me or a time where I was maybe, you know, selfish or cocky. I mean, probably manipulative at some point, you know, like I can resonate with some of these things. And I'm like, like you said at the beginning of this podcast, like, you know, all of us kind of have some narcissism in us, Yeah, you know, and it really is just like a spectrum. Like some people are higher on that spectrum. Some people may be lower, but a majority of the people living on this earth are kind of right in the middle. And I'm sure every single listener has probably encountered one of those behaviors at some point in their life because you're human. Exactly. And guys, like, that's the thing. Like, that's what, that's like the heart of this. And the focus is like, we've all, we all have narcissistic tendencies in us. We've all, you know, leaned on one, you know, like Krista was saying, on one side of the spectrum of what narcissism is. Like, I know that I've been manipulative without even knowing in that moment that I was being manipulative. Exactly. But it was manipulation. I know that I have lied. Yeah. Knowing that I'm lying, you know, like I, that's a narcissistic tendency. So I've done narcissistic, ten, narcissistic, um, tendencies before. And even like still now, like, like I'll notice some things and 
honestly, you know what, like, narcissistic, um, narcissism is formed from? Hmm. It's also formed from the trauma response of fight. Oh, so yeah. So those four trauma responses, fight, flight, freeze, freeze, and fawn. Mm-hmm. In um, fight, I was looking at, because I'm learning about that right now, and what I was learning was each trauma, four trauma responses are formed out of specific trauma that you've been through, right? And I just realized that I lean, I'm more dominant. Yes, I'm more dominant in the fight mm-hmm. response just because of my childhood. Right. Um, usually narcissists are in the fight. <laughs> yeah. They, they're like rooted in Respi- the fight response. Yes. And I was like, don't fucking call me a narcissist. You know, like when I... <laughs> don't put that label on me. <laughs> right. You know, like I, I... Like that's what came to my mind. And I'm like, no, no, it's just narcissistic tendencies because... Right? Let's bring that compassion in. Like, like baby girl, you were you were just a little girl who didn't was not getting her needs met. Right. It was not feeling heard, was not feeling seen, wasn't having that love and that really compassionate parent come in. Mm -hmm. So, like, God was, like, really teaching me through this. Like, I was just talking about it with God. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then I also lean on flight sometimes. Like, when there's, like, certain things that, um come to the forefront like I'll kind of like disqualify myself first before I even do it and then I'll just run away Mm -hmm. or like with certain relationships like I'll definitely run away like I'm telling you right now if a guy wanted to go on a date with me or wanted to be in a relationship with me I'd be like nope (laughs) running (laughs) (laughs) no thank you um so it's, it's just like those like where your trauma responses are too and narcissism is trauma response yeah absolutely it just manifests in different ways and different people it depends on the person actually yeah this is interesting i mean it says um their quest for control like we said earlier yeah so they're meaning narcissists um and admiration narcissistic people may manipulate and exploit others damaging their self-esteem and even aiming to alter their sense of reality yeah and i was like that part right there altering their sense of reality i was like exactly like that's like it's that control like i need to control this whole situation and I need to control this whole person, whatever it may be, so that I can feel safe. Because that's their only, like, kind of way. Because they don't want to feel bad. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because if they feel bad, then all the true belief systems that they really think about themselves will destroy them. That's how they feel, at least. Exactly. So they they have a warped view or a warped fantasy of what actually happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But I just was like... Because honestly, I mean, before this episode, like, I didn't really know much about, like, narcissistic people or narcissism at all. And so for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, okay, it totally makes sense. But it really, like, I don't know, it really is crazy how much, like, all of a sudden that word is just thrown around all the time. Like, anybody who is, like, full of themselves or maybe who, like, gaslights a person or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, oh, you narcissist. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, inadvertently, we're making labels for these people. You know what I mean? And so they're like, oh, well, people keep calling me a narcissist, so maybe I am. Maybe this is just who I am, right? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it really comes down to the fact that this little boy or this man was just a little boy who didn't feel loved. Mm-hmm. Or this girl was just a little girl who didn't feel loved and adored. Yeah. And they just really wanted to get our needs met. 
And as a kid, as you keep growing up, like you're in survival mode. And some people are in a constant trauma response without them even knowing. So instead of thriving, they're just surviving in that re- response. And so they're just really every all of us are just crying out trying to get our needs met. Yeah. And some of us do it in really unhealthy ways and that's one of them. Right. So like, did you want to say something cuz I see you looking up something else? Yeah. Okay. Well, no. I mean, I'm thinking about like, yes, we're talking about, you know, narcissistic tendencies, people who have them, all this stuff. Um, and I know like for me, I do like, I kind of like am on a fine line of like being careful with labeling people because, you know, some people will just accept that for who they are if they hear it enough. Right. Yeah. Cause that's that file cabinet is like, Oh, Alexis told me I'm a narcissist. Oh, Jen told me I'm a narcissist. Oh, Eric. Yeah. Oh, all these people are telling me. So it must be true then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a fine line between like labeling people, but then also like kind of depending on your relationship with that person like kind of like not calling them out in a loving way being like hey I see that you're kind of you know all about yourself are you okay like I see that you know maybe you're having I don't know whatever it may be hey I see that you're trying to manipulate this situation what are you really wanting and needing out of this exactly like what are you trying to get from this Mm -hmm. are you okay how are you feeling like being curious in their behavior Mm -hmm. I think being curious about anybody is a really good invitation to get to know them and bring like compassion in Mm -hmm. or love or even just healing yeah um you know me, like I ask a lot of freaking questions just yeah. right off the bat, even if I just meet somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm more like, um, I'm more uh, honorable in that way because sometimes I would ask really personal questions right off the yeah. bat. I feel like you just like, you're trying to get people to think about these things. You're trying yeah. to get them to like answer all these like questions because you're like have you thought about this you know what I mean like right I'm just naturally that way (laughs) yeah exactly but that's my thing though is I feel like it's so important to have those people who can lovingly be like hey I noticed you're doing this like what's going on you know what I mean like you've done that for me before hey I've noticed like your behavior is kind of weird what's happening you know what I mean like so even for those narcissists I feel like and and honestly this can be applied to literally anything but yeah yeah since we're talking about narcissism even for narcissists I feel like it's super important to have a loving part like if you have a loved one or something who you maybe you see these tendencies quite frequently being able to confront them in a compassionate way you know what I mean because here's the reason why is because like you know we always talk about hurt people hurt people right and so for narcissists well what happens when that narcissist gets in a relationship yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like like because they're yeah. hurting, they're trying to control their situation. I'll tell you what happens. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, but then obviously they're going to hurt that person because yeah. they're hurting. Yeah. So hurt people are hurting people, and yeah. then that's called narcissistic narcissistic abuse. Like they are literally yes. abusing other people. Yes. And it's yeah. like, at some point, there's got to be someone who will can step up and say something to that person because yeah. if not, like you talk about bleeding on other people, they are constantly bleeding on other people. Like even when you know, we were not in the best states of ourselves. Like, right. I probably hurt a lot of people. I probably blame totally. A lot I of have people. too. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, like I wish, 
I had myself or someone who also was self-aware to be like, hey, Krista, I'm noticing these tendencies. What's going on with you? Yeah. Because then maybe that would have helped, you know, the bleeding a little bit, you know. So I just looked up like narcissistic abuse because, you know, yes, that person is dealing with their own stuff, but like it's super important to have them get help or something because um, it just says that narcissistic abuse is a type of emotional abuse where the abuser only cares about themselves and may use words and actions to manipulate their partner's behavior and emotional state. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is like, even when I'm reading that, I think about like my ex from high school and I'm like, sounds familiar. Yeah. I think about (laughs) someone too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I feel like that's why like for us as women, like that's why whenever we hear narcissism, we're like men, you know what I mean? Because that's been our, you know, um, example. Yeah. Whereas there's probably men who could be listening to this and they're like, oh, that reminds me of my ex, like freaking women narcissists, you know? And and no, there are women narcissists because when I started really learning about narcissism, I was like, oh my God, was my mother a narcissist? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so women can be and that's yeah. the thing, like, that's why I really wanted to hone in, like, on men, because, like, I, I, I all of a sudden just have so much compassion, because <laughs> we demonize men in so many ways, and we play yep. the shaming and blaming game towards mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. especially in these areas. Yeah. And I just don't want to do that anymore like like I feel like and even like with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial like how it's so easy to blame a man when it comes to like who who was the abuser and who was the abusee you know like you know it's 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 hard to blame a woman who was the abuser instead of a man yeah but like that's the thing I love how they said like domestic violence is not a gender Mm. it's a it's it's whoever it could happen to anybody anybody could be the abuser yeah. like either man or woman exactly narcissists narcissism is not a gender rape is not a gender like all yeah. of that like even though yeah. all three of those things are tied to men typically yeah you know what I mean like yeah. but it's not based off of somebody's gender it's based on someone's personality or things that they've gone through you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah and I I think that was just like my heart for this episode is like I really just don't want to demonize men anymore. And I don't want to demonize narcissists because I really do feel like, like I just look at them as a little girl or a little boy. Like you really just didn't feel loved as a child. There were so many needs that went unmet. Yeah. And you're just trying to survive. You're just trying to feel loved. And that's, and that's what we said in the last episode. It is so much easier for me, at least to picture a little boy or to picture a little girl and for me to finally understand them. Yeah. It's I mean, that's my thing is like, I mean, now that we're talking about, I think basically a lot of things are rooted in compassion. Like if you could just get to that compassionate side, which honestly is really hard, especially totally like in like an emotional state, it's really hard to try to get to a compassionate way of thinking, but eventually you could, you can get there, you know what I mean? Based whatever you need in order to like get out of that super emotional state for a second to like step back and be like, okay, well, 
people's behavior, there's always a reason behind it. There's always like a driving force behind their behavior. And so if you take away their behavior and try to think about, okay, well, what was their feeling? What, what are their experiences that made them do or think or be this way right now? You know what I mean? Like being able to break that down helps tremendously. But honestly, if you haven't broken that down for yourself, it's probably going to be hard for other people. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad you say that. Cause I was just about to bring that up. Like, because when I see somebody really struggle in having compassion for others, that tells me that they don't have compassion towards themselves. Yep. And that there's a lot of phases in their life of who they were in that time that they hate. Like they hate themselves yeah. throughout phases of their life. So it's so it makes a lot of sense. Like, oh, like, honey. It makes a lot of sense that you don't have a lot of compassion for a lot of people because you didn't have compassion for yourself in these certain areas in your life as you were growing up. Yeah. So let's get to that. Exactly. Like, let's not worry about anybody else. Let's worry about you. Like, let's just take care of you. Exactly. And I mean, I feel like we go on the soapbox almost every single time, but that's why I think it's so important for people to go to therapy. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. I will push that till the day I die. Like, it is not a bad thing. I'm not saying you have a mental illness. It does not mean anything is wrong with you. It does not mean that, like, oh my God, I'm behind in life. Not at all. Yeah, it's literally just... You trying to figure out why the hell am I the way that I am? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's really what it is. Is yeah. And that person is there as an outside source who doesn't really truly know anything. Like they're just trying to help you dig yeah. to the root of that. No judgment, no nothing. Now, mm-hmm. I will say there are some bad counselors out there. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be careful and you have to try it. Yeah. Times. Yeah. Like I've had to switch through a couple of counselors. Mm-hmm. Um. Honestly, and I'm so glad, like, if I didn't have enough, like, equity in counseling before this happened, before this experience happened, I probably would have never done counseling again after these two experiences. But since I built enough equity, I tried again, and then it worked. It it was fine. (laughs) But, like, like, there aren't a lot of good counselors. Even, like, that one woman who's, like, famous for her studies and said, like, oh, they're never going to change. Yeah. I would not... um, advise you to go to a counselor that thinks that you're never going to change. Yeah. Who has a belief system with their clients that, Hey, they're never going to change. We're just going to fix you. We're just going to fix you temporarily. Don't go to a counselor. I would honestly ask a counselor, what are your belief systems when it comes to your clients? Like Mm -hmm. be curious about their beliefs. Um, because sometimes, um, counselors will think, they have a belief system like, okay, these people need to be fixed, um, but they're not going to change. So we're just going to do something temporarily just to get them by and help them survive. You don't want to keep finding new ways to just survive. You want to thrive in your life. Right. Right. Exactly. Like we want to really build connection and equity and relationship within ourselves so we can go out into the world and show up and have healthy relationships with others. Yeah. Like that's what we want to do. What's that saying? Like, I, I, I don't want to just be alive. I want to live. You know yeah. what I mean? Something yeah. like that. Like you, you want to actually live your life, not mm-hmm. just like survive and be alive every day. Yeah. And believe me, there's a big difference between the two. Exactly. There's a big difference. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, this was just an introduction to narcissism. I would encourage you to just go out and look up more things for yourself. Just, you know, just to have like um, an awareness about it. But is there anything else that you wanted to say? 
I mean, no, I guess just saying like, if you really do look into it more, you will probably see more things like that you notice, oh, that's me sometimes, or oh, that's my partner, or oh, that's my friend. And it, you know, knowledge is power. So the more you know, the better off you'll be so that you also know how to deal with those situations. So you're not just dealing with it blindly. Yes, exactly. And I, I would just say when I was, you know, like really researching about it and, um, and, in that, you know, moment in my life, right. um, I, I just want to also be an encouragement to you of like, don't fall into the lie of like, this is how things are always going to be. Mm-hmm. This person is always going to be this way and there's nothing you can do. Don't fall into that powerless mindset. Honestly, when that's, when I, when that's what I started hearing in my research, like I had to stop looking up what narcissism was yeah. like, because it, it, it was just, I started feeling really, really hopeless in a time that I was already feeling hopeless towards that situation or towards that person. Like, like I genuinely like don't want to ever believe that a person like can't change. Yeah. Like I'm always going to hope for them and hope that, they'll just be healed and they'll like really see the way Jesus sees them. And that's my thing though, is it's not, it's not a matter of can they change? It's will they change? Yeah. You know what I mean? They can change, but they have to choose into that. Exactly. Everybody has an option. Everybody has a choice. Yeah. And so it's either to continue in a destructive pattern and in their defense mechanisms, Mm -hmm. or it is to choose to try to become more aware of them and, and tend to those things and get back to the root of who you actually are, because you're not actually a narcissist. Mm -hmm. That's not Mm -hmm. who you are. You know what I mean? You are not that label that has Mm -hmm. been put on you. Yeah. And then if you are looking this up, like as a man and have been, um, have been told that you're a narcissist and you're doing research about it and, you know, it feels hopeless and you hear all these things, like, I just want to remind you that it's not who you are Mm -hmm. and just encourage you to find a mentor, just someone that you feel safe with. Yeah. That doesn't believe that that's who you are is acknowledges the fact of everything that you've done in your life, Mm -hmm. you know, but also is like, Hey, it's going to be okay. This is not how you're going to be forever. You know, just has that belief system of like, they see you for what you've done. Yes. But they know you and they also see you for who you will become and the potential of you Mm -hmm. having like that faith, but then also like that conviction. It's like that balance, you know, like how God was to me when I explained (laughs) to you at the beginning of this, like really loving, really compassionate, but also like, um, like calling me out yeah, in a loving way. I'll say it's so good to have those types of people in your life because if not, then it's hard, it's hard to constantly just do it for yourself. You know what I mean? Because you are in that state sometimes and, and it's good to have people who know you really well, who love you, who have the best intentions mm-hmm. for you to be able to sit there and be like, Hey, I love you, but yeah. Da-da-da. And if you don't have those people, guys go out and pay for someone like get yeah. a counselor. And if you don't know who, because you just feel scared, um, cause there are bad counselors out there. I would just recommend like coming to either me and Krista because we can lead you to really good outlets that yeah. we felt safe in. Exactly. Um, so I like message either me or Krista or go on our website, the real meaning of humanity com, And you can email us there yeah. and we will email you back. We'll respond. Um, and we'll give you some out, 
outlets, some programs, um, really good coaches that we leaned on to. So um, there's uh, there's ways, guys. There yeah. really is ways. So you're not stuck. <laughs> you are not stuck. You are not powerless. This is not who you are. But I also do want to pray. Yes. Um, and so, yeah. So let's just put our hands on our hearts, close your eyes. If you're driving, because we know we have a lot of listeners that drive well, they listen to us. Don't close your eyes, please, because we don't want you to get into wreck. Um, but uh, I just want you to breathe. To whoever's listening and who has been labeled as a narcissist or with narcissistic personality disorder, I want to say that that is not who you are. You may have acted out on those tendencies. You may have manipulated situations, scenarios, relationships, people, but that is not who you are. And I'm so sorry that you were just a little boy or a little girl who didn't get their needs met and who didn't feel loved and who didn't feel held and didn't come to you whenever you you did something bad and didn't have a parent who still loved you in the good and in the bad and the ugly because you deserved that. You deserved that as a little boy as a little girl and I'm so sorry that people have demonized you and labeled you as a narcissist and as if you're never going to change I'm sorry that I did that I was wrong I should have never demonized you I don't believe that that's who you are I was just a person who was hurt (laughs) and who was feeling used and was feeling just in a lot of pain. But that doesn't ever give me an excuse to cut people or hurt people with my words and to label them. Because I don't believe that that's who you are. You might have been just a person who just really wanted to be loved and really wanted someone to believe in them again and really wanted to just believe that they were good and believe in themselves. And I get it. I see you. I hear you in it and I understand it. And I just want to invite a lot of compassion and love in. Maybe you're picturing God or Jesus or just someone who feels safe to you, holding you. And just saying that they love you and that they understand. I get it. But I just want to reiterate that this is not who you are. You can step into choosing a different pattern. You don't have to stay stuck in this cycle anymore. You can choose love. You can choose to be powerful and say no more. I want to grow. I want to invite love in. I want compassion in. I just want to grow from this. I want to get out of this cycle. I don't want to be in this cycle anymore. You can choose that for yourself. You can honor yourself enough 
and you can say no. This ends with me. And I'm going to choose something better for me. <sighs> and I just want to say we love you so much. Um, you're going to be okay. This is not who you are forever. You're not going to feel this way forever. <laughs> this is not the way it's going to be forever. You're going to be okay. You're still going to have a beautiful life. And we love you. Mm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I just, I was crying. I got emotional. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, and I love how we did that. Epi- like, I love how we're doing this episode because it is more geared towards men. Because guess what? <laughs> we have something coming up. We have something coming up for you, men, because we love you so much. <laughs> and we've been really working out our belief systems are men. <laughs> Okay, so guys, this is the um, first announcement that our masculine series is starting or will be launched mm-hmm. August 7th. Yes. That's the right date, right? I don't That's know. the first Sunday. Okay, we got to check this. <laughs> hold on, hold on, men. <laughs> yes, so the first Sunday of August is August 7th. So that will be our first episode release of the masculine series. It will go through all month, like all the, the whole month. Well, yeah. All of August. <laughs> <laughs> all of August, um, four episodes, and we're just super excited. We have great content for you mm-hmm. guys, great guest speakers. There's going to be a guest in every episode because yeah. we're only two women. We don't know what it's like to be a man. Obviously. Not at all. <laughs> so we made sure that we had a man in every episode. So we're really excited, and I hope y'all listen to it. I hope y'all feel encouraged. I hope y'all feel empowered yeah. by it. And ladies, we want to understand men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want our men to know who they are, and we want them to be men. What does that look like? What does it look like to connect to your masculinity? What is like healthy masculinity? What does healthy man rela- relationships look like in my life? You know, so, and what are the struggles of men and how can we bring compassion into it? And mm-hmm. so that's what's going to be talked about. And I, ladies, I think it would be really good for he- you to hear. I honestly feel like y'all are anyways. Like if <laughs> I was a girl, I would definitely listen to it just because like, I really want to understand you. Right. Um. So yeah, just um, so we start August 7th. It launches August 7th. Um, and yeah, I just, I hope y'all listen to it. It's going to be really, really good. And yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, I love, I don't know. I love like doing feminine and masculine series mm-hmm, just because mm-hmm. like, like we have been saying for like the last two episodes is like compassion is everything. So the more you know about the opposite, you know, somebody who's opposite of you, like the easier it is to bring in that compassion. Because like how many times have like women been like, oh, I just don't get men or have men been like, oh, I just don't understand women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see that yeah. a lot. And so it's like, okay, well, how can I understand them? Like, and, and that really is through knowledge and hearing their stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like the feminine series was so good. Like I was like, I was just impressed by ourselves, but I loved having <laughs> Tiffany on it, and it was just really, really good, and lots of women liked it. Yeah. Even, like, I had some men, like, reach out to me and be, like, it's really eye-opening for me. Yeah. So, ladies, you might feel that way, and then men, 
you're like probably like, oh yes, I finally get feel so understood, even though this is like a podcast where it's two girls, but like this is so good, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, um, so August seventh, just be on the lookout for that, and we're excited, and we love y'all so much, and thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day and just listening to our voices. Yes. Thank it's you for enduring. Yeah, <laughs> enduring this episode. <laughs> and right. then, all right, guys. Yeah, so we love y'all. We love you. And bye. Bye.